0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: What's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Aj Salveson. It's uh, Independence Day Eve around here. Get yourself uh you know ready for some fireworks, parades, hot dogs, hamburgers, I don't know, potato salad. You do potato
2: salad on July 4th, huh? Yeah, why not? Uh there's a there's a lot of reasons why, but you know, to each their own. You got your bag of, of chips, uh some, some watermelon
1: or or a variety of fruits and veggies. Man. Fourth of July holiday, it's a great one. It's up there, near the top. It is. I would agree with that. Baseball. You got baseball games going in the middle of the day. All day. Yeah. And there's going to be some games locally, some games you can go to. Oh, the Northern
2: Utah League games are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hiram has one tonight, or tomorrow, actually. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Providence Smithfield usually did a game on July 4th. They don't anymore, but they used to.
1: Isn't there a game up in... uh, uh, is it Lewiston? Is there a game going on up there?
2: Uh, there's one in Ga- uh, I guess the Gate City Mavericks in Idaho. I mean, and that's like minor league baseball. They have like over a thousand, like fifteen hundred fans there annually for the July Fourth game against like Providence. I went up there one year and played against them when I was playing for Hiram. I mean, we got smacked around, but those fans when they're drunk, oh man, you hear all sorts of things, and you can't even focus on your back because you're laughing too hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that's that's fun baseball up there. It, it was fun playing against those guys up there. We we are. A Bud's handed to, but it was fun.
1: So uh, it's rodeo that's going on in Lewiston. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was going to say, I don't think there's baseball
1: up in Lewiston. No, uh, just looking at their, count- the, their <laughs> events calendar. And uh, I thought for some reason they were doing baseball. They're not doing baseball up there. But nonetheless, a lot of different things are going on. We'll discuss some baseball tonight here on the show. We haven't talked yet about the Major League Baseball All Star game, which takes place next week. We're going to look at uh, the All-Star selections. A very different process this year compared to years past. So how did it work? Were there some snubs? Uh, Or did the fans get it right? Maybe hand out some mid-season grades along the way. Uh, We'll also update you on some of the other moves that were made by the Utah Jazz here recently, and the latest in free agency throughout the NBA. Kawhi Leonard has not yet made his announcement. I guess things got pretty crazy up in Canada. Word got out about the plane he was on. And so one of the local TV stations put their helicopter in the air and trained a camera on the plane as it landed, as people got out into some SUVs that were driving down the freeway. People were like, man, where's the white Bronco? (laughs) This was like O.J. Simpson. Uh, It was nuts. People were pretty uh, pretty excited up there. But apparently... Through the, all of that excitement, the Kawhi Leonard camp was actually kind of grumpy. They've been very strict in their negotiations. and they're, When they've been talking to different teams, they've said, hey, look, we want a strict gag order here. We don't want leaks. We don't want people talking about our meetings or what's being proposed. We want this to be quiet so that we can get a fair look at what's going on. And So uh, things were quiet in L.A., but apparently somebody leaked information about his return to Toronto and they got his camp a little upset. Don't know if that's going to be a deal
2: breaker for them or not. So, just developing, about oh, this was about two hours ago, Toronto City Hall was on lockdown, according to media reporters, and they don't know why. And that's about an hour ago, they still didn't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's
1: because they wanted to keep people inside as Quad Leonard was driving by.
2: Yeah, I, and I know it sounds crazy, but to an extent, like, I can almost understand that. If they see a black SUV rolling around with tinted windows, you think they'd have kind of a slight idea. Like, and if there's two of them, which there is, because there's one usually for the player, and then there's one usually for his camp, and they'll roll by. If you see two of them back to back, you kind of figure what's going on. It's, it's not hard if you're an NBA fan. Where, so when you
1: get a guy like that who brought a championship to your team, to your country for the first time ever, people are pretty geeked up and they're really excited. And every move that he makes until a decision is final is going to be overanalyzed and Uh Like you you went to a place and it was it was a moving company and looking at boxes, everybody starts freaking out. Oh, that must mean he's going to move. He goes to the, the baseball game in town. Oh, I guess this means he's gonna
2: stay. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> do you remember when uh when Gordon Hayward was here and it was the summer of his free agency the second time around and the Boston Celtics were playing here for the summer league and Danny Yange was sitting like I don't know three rows up from the floor and he's and he's on his phone like crazy and people are freaking out like is he texting Gordon Hayward? He might have been at the time, who knows? But it I mean, really, you're right. That we as media and fans and people like we scrutinize everything. Oh my gosh, wait a minute, hold on. Kawhi Leonard just bought an LA style of orange juice. He didn't get the Toronto <laughs> kind of got the LA style. Right. Hold on. We are in serious trouble. Wait, I,
1: did he did he go to In N Out Burger? Hold
2: on. He is wearing a red shirt. He's wearing a red shirt. He's coming back, guys. It, I mean, honestly, every single little thing, like, for example, do you remember when Robin Hayward, Gordon's wife and she's not wonderful by any means I'll be flat- out honest with you was wearing those stupid shirts with the leaf clover on the front of it, posted it on Instagram, and then she's like, "No, we just it's our favorite flower or whatever." And, but, but do you remember like the blow-up and the panic attack Utah had? I mean, it was huge. Like his wife on Instagram posted a photo of her and her daughter wearing Clover shirts and everyone flipped out. And then she had to delete the post because Gordon Hayward was, was quite upset with her. I, it's just, I mean, really, and, and again, it's, it's just how things are. And for Kawhi, you know what? If you're, if you're Toronto or for the Lakers, especially for the Lakers, you tell Kawhi, look, we're going to keep our meetings hushed. We're going to keep them quiet. We will not say anything about the meetings. But listen, if you go out into the world and somebody sees you, they're going to take a photo no matter where you're at. And if they take a photo, they're going to put it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. And if they do, it's going to blow up. You have to understand that no matter what you do, no matter where you go or who you're with, if somebody sees you, they're going to post it. And it's just how you, it right, is in the,
1: 2019. The only alternative is that you, you hunker down you, in your basement <laughs> bunker yes. and you have them come to you. Yes. Until you make your decision, and then you come out and see the light of day. Again. Do you
2: remember when LeBron was leaving to Miami? Well, I guess the first in 2010 when LeBron left Miami. Just the way he traveled, there was helicopters over here. There was cameras, limos, and cars over here. There were people surrounding the streets as he was walking in to a darn meeting, Eric. He was going into a meeting with, like, who was it? I want to say it was with the Knicks or Boston and he walked into this building and there were people lining the streets, the streets waiting for him. That is just how it is. It is just how it is. And you know what, Kwai? We still don't know where you're going. So as upset as you might be that someone spotted you or leaked out that you were in Toronto, nobody still freaking knows what you're doing, buddy. We have no clue. So Relax.
1: I mean, well, it could have been as simple as we touch down at X time. Yeah. And then somebody, you know, somehow that gets up to the wrong person, and then they're like, oh, well, then we can get the, the, the helicopter in the air and track his movements, and where is he going to go from here, blah, 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 blah. But is, isn't it interesting, though, that he arrived back in Toronto on the Toronto Raptors' personal plane?
2: See, again... We're like, oh wait, there was yellow and purple on the plane. He's going to L.A. I mean, come on, we're we're fooling with ourselves it, here. It, well, if
1: anybody is trying to guess, and we've been hearing so many people trying to say, oh, well, there were people yesterday saying it's going to happen at five o'clock on this website. Oh my
2: gosh, it, it's been nowhere Jaylen near Rose that. Was it, just quoted saying, "I'm ninety nine percent hearing that he's going to Toronto." So does that mean one you, percent you can't hear? Like what's what does ninety nine percent hearing mean? <laughs> I mean, are you are you just like, uh, I think I heard that correctly. But my ears and from are a little bit waxed. And from whom? I mean his camp is so oh, tight. Oh yeah, right? dude. I know who is Jalen Hey Jalen, uh or hey quiet, this is Jalen Rose. I'm just wondering what uh, what you're up to these days. Uh any chance I can get an answer of uh where you're going? Yeah, Kawhi's like, oh yeah, uh, you know. Let me just tell you right now, I'm going here. And, uh, you know,
1: you uh, know that players are reaching out to Kawhi. They're yes. trying to influence him one way or another. Come play with me here. Come play with me there. Wouldn't it be great to team up in this location? Uh, and I'm sure that he may be doing some fact finding himself. Hey, what do you know about this place? What do you know about? How was it in your time when you played there? Uh, there may be some things that he's asking <laughs> yes.
2: too. Yes,
1: but. To, to, for anybody to suggest they know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard, just don't believe it.
2: And 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 the thing is, it is hard to keep secret. Eric, you, I mean, you and I, being in the sports business and the radio business, we hear off-the-record stories, either from the coaches, the players, or third-person sources, which we completely trust, and we are asked not to share those inf- that information on the air. You and I both have that happen to us. Sure. And it is, I mean, you'll be having a conversation about a, a subject that relates to it, and you have to keep your mouth shut. I'm just, I, and I'm, I'm not saying I've leaked the information out before or anything. I'm just saying it's incredibly difficult to hold it in. It can be. I mean. You've worked really hard to hold it in so there's no leakage? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to
1: make that clear.
2: Okay, dude, <laughs> calm down. Gosh. Just, just want to. Of course, you to get wanted that on to. the record. Mate. Yeah, that's I'm sure correct. you did. Um, so that's still
1: going on. Obviously, that's the, still the big fish in free agency that's still yet to be determined. But the Jazz have—they're not. I think they're done now. Uh, yeah, but they as should of be. Yesterday, they weren't done, but I think they're done now. I don't know <laughs> unless they decide to move some of these new guys for somebody else. I think they're pretty much filled with their roster. Um, since we got off the air, a few things have happened and I want to go back over some things that uh, were happening, uh, yesterday as well, but we didn't really get a chance to get into it too much, but the Jazz have added Emmanuel, uh, to their roster. Yeah. A six, five point guard most recently played for the Knicks had a career year for the Knicks actually, uh, just under 15 points a game, 3.3 rebounds, 3.9 assists, um, as I mentioned, six foot five, 200 pounds. Uh, he's been in the league for about four seasons, um, four or five seasons. Hasn't played a full year. So that that is a little bit of a concern. Uh, his best year, as far as games played, was his rookie season, and he played 68. Ouch. Last year, he played 59. <laughs> hmm. uh, he did start 42 games last year, uh, but it's his highest point average, highest field goal percentage of his career, and... From what I've been reading, he was reaching out to the Jazz. Well, yeah. I his mean camp- the Jazz
2: are one of the fairs in the West. I'd be reaching out to them too. Well, in addition to
1: that, <laughs> uh the word is out about Utah Jazz and how they can develop players, and that that's something that intrigued him as a development for his own personal development. So there you have your your, your backup point guard situation is pretty well solved.
2: So does Exxon back up Mitchell then? Is that what I'm guessing? Um uh,
1: well you've got your rotation with depending on the health of Mudiay and Exum, uh those two guys are going to back up Conley, Um, but Exum, I think he he could be a guy that could back up Mitchell too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, so that was that guy. That, that, that's one addition in Moutier. Uh Also, the Jazz have added Jeff Green. He's a six foot nine, two hundred thirty five pound power forward. There was some question about the Jazz needing help at the power forward position. Uh, He was drafted in 2007, so he's been in the league for a while. But this last season, he averaged 13.2 points, 4.5 rebounds, a little over 1.5 assists, and half a block. Uh, He played in 77 games, uh, had a career high in in free throws. And here's something interesting that was said from uh, Dwayne Wade. Did you see that Dwayne Wade comment about Jeff Green? No. He says, I do not understand how and why Jeff Green keeps signing these one-year deals for the minimum. This is now three years in a row. He's never injured. He's never been a problem in the locker room. He's athletic. He can shoot the three. He can guard multiple positions. And he's not old. But
2: he's coming to the Utah Jazz. He'll fit well here. That's a good fit. I like that one better than the Mudiay signing, to be honest with you. Uh, he's thirty three
1: percent from three point, so that's not bad. No, so he he can play a little bit of that stretch four
2: yeah. type of role. I, I like that. I like that signing. Uh, hey, and then the the last one, just real quickly, go was ahead. Ed
1: Davis. I don't know if we talked about him too much. Just six foot ten, two hundred twenty five pounds. He'd be more of a backup Rudy Gobert type. That's way exactly he'll be. Five point
2: eight <laughs> points, eight
1: point six rebounds. 0.4 that's why they blocks,
2: Point eight assists. Yeah, that's why they signed him is because it's on the offense. It's the defensive part that they love about him. Hey, uh, Kyle Corver is, uh, just got traded to the Suns, who have agreed to buy him out, which means he's available to come back to the Jazz. Do you think there's any shot of that happening? <sighs> I- I've seen that question floated around this or do you afternoon? think that it's just a, let's move on. It was fun. We appreciate you, but,
1: man, because he... I think that ship has sailed. I think that it's, it's crazy how much he's written. Well, just his I think his health and his uh, health was fine. Uh he was he wasn't able to go very many minutes
2: late in the season. I think that's just because of fatigue. But Moody played uh, AKA health sixty eight games. Um, and we're signing him. I think he's likely
1: to end up in Los Angeles. Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a chance he could come to Utah? Uh... Small? Small. They'd have to move
2: somebody. Yeah. I think their roster is filled. Dude, how did we not sign Booker? Trevor? I mean, he's like a pinnacle Jay Crowder. (laughs) I would have loved to have Trevor Booker back. And he's been, like, tweeting about the Jazz for the last four days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, somebody said, who haven't the Jazz signed? And he replied, Me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 sounds about right uh, no hey I like these settings for the Jazz uh, they've obviously put together a roster they feel like it has some depth to it but a good starting lineup who should be able to put together a lot of minutes and a lot of consistency both on the offensive and defensive end um, Man, what an exciting offseason it's been for you Tom. yeah dude when's the last time you said those words like honestly <laughs> I mean I mean, we we, had the, we still have to see how they all work together, but. Do you remember having? I mean, my it's gosh, it's just crazy that roster. three years ago we had our July Fourth destroyed because of one guy. Oh my gosh! Yes. And totally now he, killed the whole summer. Yeah, he really did. I mean, he ruined everybody's July Fourth here, and then all of a sudden, Donovan Mitchell comes in, and it's just like things have kind of mended itself back together. Now on July Fourth, you know, we don't have to worry about it. No. We don't have to worry about coming in and being like, Eric, we got to get an emergency live show on because we don't know if so and so is going to sign back with the Jazz. We we'll don't have to, we'll have no, to worry be, about that for about three years, and then on about three years, you and I are going to have to probably be in here. We'll be coming into the, uh, the fall camp when they start to report, and
1: fans, when they get ready for the 2019-2020 season, yep. they will be riding a tidal wave of optimism after some of the moves that they've made here in the offseason.
2: But be careful about that optimism. I mean, just understand it can be derailed really quickly by either slow starts, injuries... Players just don't want to be there. Who knows? Just be careful. Hey, well, I'll, have you been paying attention to the summer league stuff? Yes.
1: I've seen the numbers. I haven't seen him play. Tony Bradley. What have
2: you seen out of him? Uh, not great.
1: <laughs> Forty
2: points and thirty-one rebounds in two games. Yeah, he still looks pretty lost defensively, though. <laughs> he had twenty-six and sixteen last night. Yeah. Um. Man. But I haven't, I didn't but, see him play, so but, I don't know. But, but, but the three rookies that, that he's playing really with, I mean, he has to put up numbers because <laughs> if he doesn't, that team's getting blown out by 40. True. Granted, he, this is his third summer league. Yeah, so he it, has it that helps. experience, uh, a, a more mature body. So he has that. Sorry, quality. I thought you were asking about the team, not just him. My bad. Uh, I, Tony's been there, done that, like you said, and he has experience. I think this is his last summer league. You can't do it after no, you this can't do anymore, it. right?
1: No, I don't think you can do it after three.
2: I mean, but the rookies have struggled a little bit, and it takes time to get used to. It. It's an NBA game. Unless you're Jimmer Fredette, NBA's, you can be a veteran. And oh, my gosh. Go. And by the way, speaking of which, breaking news, Jimmer Fredette left the Warriors Summer League team and won't be with the team in Las Vegas, according to Mark Medina, Be right after Golden State. He played the first few games before leaving. Unclear what's next for him. Could be evaluating other options. Jimmer. Evaluate this. Your career is over in the NBA. Yeah. Move on, buddy. He,
1: he should go back to China.
2: Yeah, the lonely. He's dragon. still a better player than J. C. Carroll, but yes. oh, what? Don't yes. even go down. Yes, that he way. is. Uh, there will be fireworks in this room. He's a better player than J. C. Carroll. Absolutely. He played in a tougher conference and had more success, including in the NCAA tournament. And he carried he carried BYU to the Sweet Sixteen. He carried them alone, while J. C. Carroll. Experienced a first-round exit in a blowout loss to Texas A&M. I'll take Jimmer Fredette over J.C. anytime, anywhere, any day. Twice on Sunday. Oof. man, fine words. I don't want to get into
1: this topic. We have too many other issues to get through. But uh,
2: <laughs> Justin Wright Foreman, I just want to
1: have you watched him play
2: a little bit, yeah, you know he—he he struggled in the first game. I think he was three of fourteen from the field. Um, I like his stroke. Shots just weren't falling for him in game one. He had 20 points last night. In game two, he looked a lot better. He looked a lot more comfortable, I should say. You know, kind of felt like when, the, let the offense come to him. Let the game come to him. And when he did that, I mean, he got the looks that he likes. He's a great shooter, for if like on the, like the fringe of the perimeter. He's a great shooter. Has a great stroke, Eric. He really does. He can get to the hoop really nice, uh, and he has a good first step. But it just took him a little bit. I think the first game, he was forcing it. Game two, he let it come to him, and like you said, the, the numbers speak for themselves.
1: Uh, the Jazz uh, have one more <laughs> night of Summer League action tonight, right? Is that tonight? Is that it? And then they go to then Vegas go to next Vegas. week? Right. I think that is the next week. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I, have you ever gone down to those games? Have you watched any of those games? The Summer Leagues? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. dude. When I was in Salt Lake working radio there, I used to go to them all the time. Dude, they're, they're uh, different. They're a little bit more They are eerie. different. They're 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 kind of eerie because you just I mean you 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 watch players eerie? play and it is like because like you I mean when I saw San Antonio there, I'm like oh where's Greg Popovich nowhere to be found Golden State <laughs> there wait hey, where's Steve Kerr hanging out nowhere to be found and you're like oh
1: it, it <laughs> is it is weird because you see it's the Jazz team or the Spurs team or Cavaliers yeah. But you don't see the regular players you're no, used to you seeing. No, you see Alex Hansen. You don't or see the regular coaches coaching, that you're say. used to seeing. Yeah, you see the other you know, coaches' coaching. There's a lot of really sloppy basketball because these guys haven't practiced together very yeah. much. No, you're right. But when you. Do, you when I, because one year I went down with my boys, like, oh yeah, let's go watch the Jazz Summer League, blah, blah, blah. We were all excited. We went, it's like, man, this is really sloppy. <laughs> this is bad basketball. Is. And, and the crazy thing you have to look at individual players and what yeah, they can do.
2: That's true. And we got to remember the rookies. I, I'll tell you, though, it was weird because I was like four rows up from uh, Quinn Snyder. It was just weird to see him in a yellow shirt, um, some like, well, I mean, some shorts and uh, a hat on. And he's just chewing gum. Hanging back, laughing, cracking jokes with some guy. And I was like, man, this does not look right to me right now. <laughs> He's just watching, you know, and Jazz were getting their butts handed to you by about 19 at the time. He just hanging out casually, watching the team play, and no care in the world. And, I mean, he actually it's went to the definitely locker room a different feel. at halftime and kind of walked in there. I don't know if he talked to the team or not. Came out, you know, after the team came out. But, yeah, it is. It's a different feel. He's uh, he's a good coach, though.
1: (laughs) Yes, he is. And he's got a good staff, which keeps getting (laughs) poached. Keeps getting poached. He'll be all right. Um, So the NBA, excuse me, NBA. Moving on from the NBA, Major League Baseball All-Star selections have now been made. The All-Star game is next week. We'll get into who made it, who didn't. It was a different way of selecting the All-Stars this year. Did you like that? If you participated in it. Also, we have our Wednesday sports movie quiz. This week it's IJ. He's going to try to see if
2: we can can guess
0: his movie, and he's going to act it out for us, which will be a... It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. It's the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. That's where you can also find podcasts of our past episodes. If you don't want to go there to find them, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and many other podcast platforms. Uh, I just want to read this before we get into Major League Baseball. Um, Somebody commenting on, on Twitter my boy Corver getting tossed around like a hacky sack. <laughs> he got traded to Memphis. Then Memphis trades him to Phoenix. Then Phoenix gonna is going to waive him. Wave out. him. Yep. He's going to go somewhere else as a free agent. I-, I hope he hasn't been like looking at real estate in any of these other places until this is all said and done. Poor guy. And he doesn't deserve it either. It's like he's wanted but not wanted. Yeah. Yeah, include him in the trade. Um Hey, we got this great shooter. Do you want to look at this great shooter we have? We'll send him to you. So Major League Baseball changed the way that they're doing All-Star ballots this year and selecting the All-Stars. Did you follow this,
2: Ajay? Yes.
1: It was kind of an interesting way of doing it. Before, it was uh, just whoever was the top vote-getter by position went to the All-Star game. But they did it different this year. So there was the primary election where everybody could vote for whomever and then the top three vote getters by position except for outfield i think it was like what the top nine yeah something like that um then they went to what's called the starters election and then from there the all-stars were named Uh, do you like that process
2: it's a little bit different yeah it's different it's fine You know, I I I mean, there's I mean, but with that, a ton of guys got snubbed, and there's some guys who were put in over other guys that made me really really wonder about this process. I mean, there's some snubs in here, man.
1: So, before we get into who made it, who didn't? Yes, I I like this idea of narrowing it down, uh, and then I think it kind of redirects the people's attention as instead of just having it open, anybody can vote over the certain period of time. Because there's it It makes it interesting for a while. It, it kind of resets the discussion about the All-Star game. Oh, now we're down to the top three. Now, there were some players that got a little goofy with it, trying to do the, the campaigning for it, vote for me. Uh, and teams would get behind that as well, which is understandable. But um, I, I kind of liked it. But um, before we get into, well, actually, let's just do this. We'll, we'll go through some the starters for the National League the, and the American League. Then we'll get into maybe who got snubbed. Okay. So for the National League, the catcher, <clears throat> Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. Freddie Freeman is at first base for, from the Atlanta Braves. Uh, is it Cattell Marte? Mm-hmm. I always miss on his first name. Second baseman from Arizona. Javi Baez from the, the Cubs for shortstop. Nolan Arenado from the uh, Rockies at third base. And then we go to the outfield. Christian Yelich from Milwaukee. Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers. And Ronald Acuna from Atlanta. And those are the, uh, the infielders. There, there's another set of reserves. I'm not going to get into those. Then for the uh, American League. The catcher was Gary Sanchez from the Yankees. Carlos Santana, first base from Cleveland. DJ LeMahieu from the the Yankees at second base. Jorge Polanco at shortstop from the Twins. Alex Bregman from Houston at third base. Mike Trout, now going to the outfield, uh, from the Angels. George Springer from Houston and Michael Brantley from Houston. Uh, Now, there has... some of these guys that got named, they've got some injuries. So there have been some injury replacements. Uh, J.D. Martinez is going to be replacing uh, Hunter Pence. Uh, and then there's also news that Jose Barreos, Brandon Lowe, and Xander Bogarts uh, added to the American League team as injury replacements. That was just announced today. So with all that being said,
2: who, do, who didn't get in that you thought should have gotten in? So uh Monty. I think is one that should have got in, Max Muncie. because um, Freddie Freeman ended up being the starter, right? Yes. Max Muncie's had a great season, and I, I was really surprised. I'm also surprised that J.D. Martinez. Um, I know he got in because of by injury, um, but there's no way Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence was like trailing by what was it like 150,000 votes or something like that at one point, and then won by like 200 something. I mean, it was crazy. JD Martinez is having a great season, a really, really, really great season. And uh, it's, I mean, to, I mean, I know it's DH, but I don't know how they don't. I don't know how he doesn't get in. And the other guy that also I, I thought got robbed also was a Red Sox guy, and that's Alexander Bogarts. Um, I thought he got. I, I think he got robbed as well.
1: Well, it's it's nice then that he gets in as a replacement. But so that I mean, doesn't make
2: you. Let, let me ask you something. If and I know it's an honor, but when you when someone comes over and says, "Hey, look, so and so got injured. Would you like to participate in the All Star game in their place?" Aren't you a little bit, a little bit miffed? Like, I don't know. I didn't get voted in. I'm here because by force.
1: Here by force.
2: No, I mean. Yeah, I think part of you would say, hey,
1: I, got, I made in on the, the first opportunity to get in. Sure, that would be great. But on the other hand, at the end of the day, you'll still go down as an all-star for that year. You were an all-star player. You made it on the all-star team. I mean, this happened with Utah Jazz several years ago with Memo Court. There were like two other guys ahead of him who got injured and weren't able to go to the All Star game, so he was like the third option that ended up going. But at the end of the day, he was an All Star. He was a great representative, and he he played well, and he deserved to be there.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that. I don't know. It's just one of those things of hey, so and so got injured. Would you like to be the replacement? Uh, no, but uh, I mean, I like, don't you know. Bogarts, Jay, Jay Martinez, both got in. You know, due to circumstance. But, man, Max Muncy was so good this year. It's been so good this year. Well, 20 my, home runs already. And my guy Freddie Freeman made it, and I'm happy for him, but I don't know. Kind of a tough way to go out. Um, no Manny Machado.
1: No Justin Turner. Are you surprised with those guys? Didn't Manny make it? No.
2: No joke. He did Nolan make...
1: Arenado took his place, which is hard to ha- argue him not being <laughs> in that spot. But Manny Machado, after that big contract that he signed, there's no Bryce Harper either. I mean, these are guys that stole the spotlight for their free agent deals that they signed in the offseason.
2: Oh, and I think Bryce Harper's one of those guys that got hot just a little bit too late. I mean, he started a little bit slow, then caught on.
1: Well, that's one of the the arguments about Machado Always Oh, is it? uh, That he's he's playing really well now, but he started the season not that great. I mean, he's hit 10 home runs in the last 15 games. Machado has. But, I mean, it's... Compared to when the, the balloting was going on and people could vote at the time when it was starting, yeah, he really wasn't there.
2: I'll tell you who the most deserving is on the national roster, and that's Christian Yelich. He has been an absolute beast. Oh. He has been incredible for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's been so good. And so I, I'm Top hat- vote getter for the National League. Oh, was he? Yep. Be good. He should have been too. That, yeah. That's that's absolutely awesome for them. You know who the top vote getter was for the American League? Um, by guess I'd say Mike Trout. Mike Trout, yes. And, and that would be top the top f- overall. Yeah, that would be the first time. He's, he's been on that top of the list for quite some time. Didn't he have back-to-back All-Star games where he was the leadoff hitter and hit a home run? I think it was the first time in MLB All-Star game history he had done that or that someone had done that. I mean, it was Mike Trout. And it was like the dead left center. I mean, he crushed it. And it's, that guy is so fun to watch. And it is such a shame that he'll never in his career play for a World Series. He'll never, ever do it.
1: Uh, He did receive 60,000 more votes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Here's the other interesting thing about this All-Star team this year. And we didn't really get into the the pitchers, and I suppose we should have. But there are, when you total it all up between the starters, the reserves, the pitchers, there are 31 first-time All-Stars this year. That's the most since 2016. Hmm. So wow. I think it kind of illustrates that there's there is a significant youth movement going on in Major League Baseball right now. I would agree with that, which is I think is fine. There maybe the the names aren't as well known, but they're really good.
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, so I think that the future is bright for Major League Baseball. With, oh, so this, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah there is plenty of young talent on. coming. That is gonna make that is gonna save that game continually. So they'll be all right. Football's in trouble. Uh, so the All Star game is next week. It's next. Was it Tuesday? Ye, is it Tuesday or is it Monday? No, yeah, it's Tuesday. Because isn't? Is oh no, 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 no it's, it's Monday. The, it's, because isn't the uh, home run derby Saturday? Right.
1: The All Star game is on Tuesday. July ninth, Home Run Derby will be on Monday. Okay, and it's all all the festivities are taking place in Cleveland, the Progressive Field. I, I like the Midsummer Classic. Um, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's a it's a good chance. Uh, I like this All Star Game uh, that Major League Baseball does uh, better than others. Uh, I think that the the one that the NFL does is just Farce. Nobody wants to play because they don't want to get hurt. It's the nature of the game, and I get it. Uh, so it's it's after the season is already done. So it's not anything that's mid season, and it's hard to do. So the the NBA All Star Game used to be exciting, and it's become less and less so. Um, but I think the Major League Baseball All Star Game still holds some excitement.
2: Yes, I, yeah because they compete. They actually compete. No one's going to let a ground ball go through the legs so so-and-so gets on base. Because they'll get booed at like crazy from everybody. Um, basketball, it's it's a joke. So is the Pro Bowl. They need to just shut those things down. For the sake of every all the fans. <laughs> uh, well, for the NFL, for the players, too.
1: Well, there's been players that have gotten hurt in some of those festivities surrounding the Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to... We need to get into our full court press sports movie quiz.
2: Oh man, I'm nervous and excited at the same time.
1: Last week it was a it was a moving rendition of Field of Dreams. And this week, who knows what it's going to be? From Aj Salveson giving us his best impersonation of who knows what movie. We'll try to figure it out together. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press.
0: It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at (laughs) 1069thefan.com.
2: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Like, Do you remember when Jabari Parker was uh, being recruited by BYU or whatever? I mean, he's Mormon. And, like, by, uh, I can't remember what the situation was, but, like, they were singing, like, this song, the, the student body was for Jabari. It was just awkward. It really was. I mean, the guy, you know how he is. Everybody knows how Kawhi Leonard lives. He lives in privacy. You don't know where he lives. You don't know where he, I mean, you don't know what he ate for dinner. You don't know anything about him. You don't know his favorite color or anything. And so then all of a sudden, uh, and, and the subject came up because just off the air, I was looking at Twitter, and and about four hours ago, there was this, I mean, humongous crowd lined up at the Hazleton Hotel in Toronto where it was believed that Kawhi Leonard was staying and was going to meet with the Toronto President uh uh, or to me, a Toronto Raptors president, and uh, so I mean, there's I mean, throngs of people there, and it's like guys, like Was you going to be meeting with the president of the Toronto Raptors or the governor of the Toronto Raptors. Oh shoot, dude, don't! Oh my heck, yeah! My goodness gracious, <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. They don't have governors in in Canada, so I I, I don't know. Um, but it, it just. Like you know how the guy wants to be, and and I know you want to be there to as you said, be there to support him. Right. It seems to be this difficult balance I think you have to strike when you've got a great
1: player that did great things, and you see f- more future great things with him if he comes back. You want to show your support and that you're excited, and you want to let him know that that you're going to be there to support him when he makes the decision to stay. But there's also that uh, other side of that that. You could be smothering him, and like it's this is overwhelming. You give give the guy some room to breathe.
2: And yeah. Instead, instead of bringing him in, you're pushing him away. And by the way, when he went to L.A., because he's already met with the met with the Lakers, is that right? He's got to have already. Yes, I believe he's already met the Lakers. Did you see I- any cameras or planes following him there in L.A.? I mean, that's L.A., Eric. That's <laughs> L.A. <laughs> and and maybe I mean I don't know maybe they couldn't find his car. i there's be honest. So many black first, SUVs there. I'll be honest. When
1: I first saw the stuff today about a helicopter in the air tracking his movements, I thought he was in
2: Los Angeles. I had to do a double take and realize, oh my gosh, that's in that's in Canada. Yeah, that's in Canada, man. And, and you didn't see people lined up at doorways and hotels waiting for him. I think there is a sense of like. Oh, okay. This—I mean, maybe Kawhi's concern wasn't going to Toronto and dealing with that, but going to LA and dealing with that ends up being the opposite. So I don't know. And look, I, I've met—I've met professional athletes before, and I've never asked for an autograph. I've never asked for a photo because it just seems wrong. Like when they want to get somewhere, they'll get somewhere. If they say hi to you, you say hi back. But I've never felt like, hey, I need a photo with you. I mean, I sat next to Chris Webber during the national. We're in tournament for the Aggies game, and when we talked really quickly for about maybe one to two minutes, and I mean, I you know said hi quickly, shook his hand or whatever. And the girl, the the I, I think she was like this, help out engineer or whatever. She looked at me and she's like, "You're not gonna ask for a photo?" And I was like, "No, it's not my place," and then, I don't think he needs to be bothered with it. And she's like, "That's probably the first person I ever heard say that." And there, there's just there's a time and a place, and I mean, obviously. Kawhi trying to focus on what team he's going to go to is not the time and the place. All right.
1: All right, let's do this now. We need to um, test Ajay's acting skills. I am so excited. And he's going to quiz us on a classic sports movie. Yes. So uh, first he's going to give us his best impression with the script. And then if, we, if I still can't get it, we have a clip from the movie, and if I still can't get it, then we'll beg for mercy and ask him to reveal. You'll know, give me a treat. Okay,
2: <clears throat> what have you got for us this week? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I haven't addition since uh, Church Play, actually for the Oscar Minor Wiener song, like 12. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing here? Don't you have practice? Not anymore. I quit. Since when are you the quitting kind? <sighs> I j I don't see the point anymore. So you didn't make the dress list. There are greater tragedies in the world. I wanted to run out to the, I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. To prove to everyone, to prove what? That I was somebody. Oh, you are so full of crap. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. (laughs) And you've got hardly a speck of athletic ability. You hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years, and you're going to walk out of here with a degree. In this life, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through... If you haven't done that by now, it ain't never going to happen. Now go on back. I'm sorry I never... I'm sorry I never got you to see your first game. Hell, I've seen too many games in the stadium. You said you never saw a game. I never saw a game from the stands. You were a player? I rode the bench for two years. Thought I was wasn't being played because of my color. I got filled up with a lot of attitude, so I quit. Still, not a week goes by, I don't regret it. And I guarantee a week won't go by, you won't regret walking out. Letting them get the best of you? Now, you hear me clear enough? Rudy, Rudy. Yeah! Rudy! I knew that was gonna be an easy one. That was a good one. I know. But, yeah, can we we got
1: to play the clip, though. I, I, what, when I finally figured it out, was when we talked about going down the tunnel. Yeah, it was super And once you hit the, your five-foot nothing, you weigh nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so sure. easy. That's one of the greatest speeches, though. <laughs> All right, so here's the clip from a, one of the all-time classic sports movies. Rudy.
0: We'll check with the weather service by five, and we'll make a decision then. Hey, 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 what you doing here? Don't you have practice? Not anymore, I quit. Oh. Well, since when are you the quitting kind? I don't know, I just don't see the point anymore. So you didn't make the dress list?
2: There are greater tragedies in the world. I wanted to run out of that tunnel, for my
1: dad. To prove to everyone that I work- what? I was somebody.
0: Oh, you are so full of crap. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years. And you're also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now...
1: It ain't gonna never happen. That's a great
2: movie. I cut it short because of time. I hit the size really well. I didn't want to say a degree from Notre Dame because it would have gave it away. Yeah. So I kicked that out. I noticed that was missing. So from your did you know? Like, they actually, when the, the final play happened with Georgia Tech and Notre Dame, right in, in the movie itself, they did that right after Boston College and Notre Dame had played in that classic '93 game. They, they had all the players run out onto the field as soon as that game was over and cleared off, and the fans stuck around. So those fans were actually from the game. And then they added the few, like the family members, Frank, the dad, the mom, you know, the best friend or whatever. They actually added them in there.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. You it was right after that. The, and, so, and then you saw a score from Penn State. They actually were filming scores or taking scores from the 93 season. But they had to do a lot of it. And in fact, when they used the field at one point, um, they, uh, they actually they needed to use the field. And the band had a half hour of practice. And they said, okay. And they took to the Rudy, you know, directing film. And they said, you got 15 minutes. Go. And they, and they, and they did uh, I I can't remember what part it was. But, yeah. Because they had to include a couple other things like the hail or the flea flicker. So they let him go on. They had one chance to accomplish it. And they ran the flea flicker. They got it. Such a good movie. Oh, I need man. to see that again. Yeah, I have man, not seen that in ages. Classic. Classic.
1: All right. We got a break. All right. So we'll do this every Wednesday. Uh, our sports movie quiz. One of us will try our best to reenact a scene. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was okay. Oh, that was, that was great. Yeah, that was okay. I couldn't quite tell the difference between the two
2: characters. Well, but. it's kind of hard to replicate... Samuel Jackson's voice. Was it Samuel L. Jackson? He, or, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but it wasn't Samuel L. <laughs> hey, by the way, that guy on that Rudy movie looks like Tony Jones. <laughs> I kept looking at it, I kept seeing Tony Jones. It probably didn't sound like him, but he looked like him.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. All right, coming up next, uh, some thoughts as we go into the Independence Day holiday. We won't be here tomorrow. But 4th of July is oh, a great goodness. chance to go see some great sporting events. And uh, we'll discuss that. And also some updates on the FIFA Women's World Cup, Team mm. USA. We mm. know who their opponent will be in the championship. i will update you on that. Coming up next, on the Full Court Press.
0: Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. It's the full court press, and if you're looking for some true Americana on the Fourth of July, go go watch a baseball game. It's a great way to spend a day. Uh, Salt Lake Bees. They're almost sold out. They've got they got games on July fourth, fifth, and sixth, and uh, I understand that there will be those games will be followed by fireworks. Yes, Orem Owls and the Ogden Raptors, minor league teams. They're also they've got games throughout the week and through the weekend for the Fourth of July. Go visit their team websites for more details. But uh, I don't know. There's some, some local baseball that sometimes gets played around here too. So it's a, going watch, going to watch a baseball game on the Fourth of July. Just, it's just
2: tradition, man. It's great. Awesome. Hey, Women's World Cup, Netherlands upsets Sweden 1-0 in extra time. They get to face the U.S. woman in, uh, on July 7th, so Sunday, in the uh, championship match, or I guess the gold, or the gold medal match. So, Good luck to the U.S. Women. That, that should be a great game.
1: Yeah, Netherlands and Sweden, really low scoring game. That was uh, a tense match, too. That was physical. Yeah, so well, Team USA with a chance to be back-to-back champions. For the FIFA Women's World Cup. Good luck to them. We'll update you on more of that stuff coming up on uh, Friday show. We won't be here tomorrow.
3: So have a great be holiday, safe. everybody. Be safe. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The United States beat England 2-1 yesterday to advance to their third straight World Cup final. There were several defining plays in that hard-fought victory, but let's face it. A lot of people are going to remember this match for Alex Morgan pretending to drink tea after scoring a goal. Thanks to social media, the image is everywhere. I know it upset some folks. The British take their tea very seriously. But come on, it was creative, right? Have a little bit of fun. When you think of all-time great sports celebrations, the women's team set the standard, thinking of Brandy Chastain ripping off her top after sealing the United States' first World Cup back in 1999. That was 20 years ago. Now the trend is let athletes have fun. The NFL is allowing touchdown dances. Baseball's okay with bat flips. Young fans love it. This U.S. women's team has certainly earned the right to celebrate. And hopefully they get one more opportunity to celebrate this Sunday in the final. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.